Yeah. Oh, your shit, that's stupid? Yeah, this shit hurt. Yeah, I had that shit once. I was going to work and I couldn't turn my neck and shit. That shit was crazy. Duh, that shit happened to me uh, so bad once. <laughs> Uh, I was going to work and I was like trying to hit it with like the heat pads and like the icy hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I must have rubbed the icy, I must have put that shit on. I was, I'm, just, I'm just sitting there and someone's like, yo, what's that smell? <laughs> no, You're like, the icy hot. I was like, I ain't gonna do this no more. Let me go to the doctor. Maybe you got a new strain and shit. <laughs> yo, why'd you smell like icy hot? I was like, oh no, that shit crazy. Uh, yeah, I was like, I can't do that no more, right? That's like when I uh, went to work with that. Um, what's that stuff that you be putting on your nose to help you, like under your nose to help you breathe? Vicks. Vicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I went to work, man. I was like, yo, fuck it, I cannot breathe, so I put that shit on at work. <laughs> Niggas was pissed. Wait, you put on, you put it on, you put a shirt over you? Like, where'd you put it at? No, I put it like, r- like right under my nose. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Who got that grandma out here? <laughs> they turn around, don't them got like the snotty kid nose case look? I don't know. He's like Martin on the, he's like the little kid on Martin and shit. <laughs> Roscoe. <laughs> yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino, aka, shit, I don't have an aka, RP George Floyd though. Um, we got season the building. Yes, 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 P. Light Poppy is still here. Uh, it's Mr. Casanova, man. We in the building. You still focusing on love with everything going on? Nah, not at all. I'm off <laughs> that. But the feeling, the feeling is internal. But I'm not, I'm not uh, projecting it to the outside world. I feel you, man. That's one one thing I want to ask. Like, how can you, how can niggas be focused on love? With, you know, when niggas focusing on civil rights and shit. Low key, you mean besides like trying to find a find a boo at like at a protest? Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm just saying, like if I'm sitting like watching the OnlyFans, that's time that I could be, you know, out protesting or you know. Wait, you wait, you said focus I mean, on love, and then you talk about OnlyFans. Them two different hey, things. Hey, you can find love on OnlyFans. <laughs> hey, that, that's supporting a black business. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't connect those dots right there, bro. Yeah, it just depends who you're viewing. Can't be viewing uh the snow bunnies out there. You <laughs> can't be viewing Jenna Shea and shit. <laughs> 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 it gets next month. <laughs> low key, I, low key, I still be feeling bad, like double tapping the booty pics on on IG. I'm like, nah, it's too soon. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I've been doing the uh, the bookmarks. Oh. I've been hitting with the bookmarks. <laughs> you, you just gonna go back to it later? I've been hitting with the bookmarks. <laughs> I'll save you for later. I don't want nobody knowing what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, that's a pro tip. <laughs> All you niggas that don't want your shit going on the timeline, hit it with a bookmark. Yeah. No, nah, it's not. No, it's, okay, it, that's different from not going on the timeline to you just like, man, it's it's a lot of injustice going on. I want to say this for later, so you can get so you can get that like during the proper time. Yeah, well, I'm doing both. <laughs> but we got Donut in the building. What's up? It's your boy Donut. Uh, I guess I'm anti Mister Casanova. You know what I'm saying? No. Anti-C. What the heck? You're what? <laughs> I'm, I'm anti-C's uh, uh, on here. I'm doing the opposite of whatever you're doing. Uh, that's, that's not personal. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, do you have a personal vendetta against him or a personal vendetta against love? No, I've been seeing I've been seeing C's. You know, he's he's been pulling oh on the timeline, man. He's, he's been pulling on the timeline. No, I, man, you want to address that, sir? I, I, I see the game. I didn't do anything. 
No. It really wasn't that wild. Mm. I just gave a compliment. Oh, okay. That's what we talking about. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nigga, we're supposed to shout them out? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to shout out like what the compliment was about, but it's, it's not even worth it. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, man, what we, are we, how are we starting this week, man? We, we want to get straight into it or, you know, uh, see what's going we on. Let's start with a racial recap. Racial recap. Uh, man, it's, it's hard being black out here for the 4,675th week in a row. That's, yeah, that's that's just what I what I'm gathering from it. Uh, it it's are things getting better? Uh, yes and no. I, I would say yes because it's like certain like Minneapolis had the thing where they were pushing forward. They want to get rid of the police. Um, I do believe New York got rid of that chokehold that killed Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. Or they're proposing to get rid of it and make it illegal. No, I passed today. Oh, okay. Um, and I did believe that I thought there was another state or city that passed something else. So stuff is getting done. Stuff is moving and shaking, but at the same time, we still see protests have gotten calmer, but we still see cops putting hands on people. Uh, p- police brutality rallies are getting set up with police brutality. Cops are doing the fucking Cupid shuffle, uh, kneeling and then throwing tear gas. So it's it's getting better in in some ways, but it's just so slow in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, real talk. If you Cupid shuffle with the cops, I hope you get tear gas. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for you. Like I'm not about to te- uh, dance with this nigga. I know that's gonna beat me a couple hours later. You're fucking out of your mind. And so, I'm sorry. If you get tear guys, I have no sympathy for you. Like, Michael Max has a quote. He's just like, no, not Malcolm X. I'm sorry. It was Muhammad Ali. And he was like, yo, if you know, like, bears can be cool and all that, but I'm not going to be friends with a bear. Like, I'm not going to be friendly with a bear because I know what a bear can do. It's the same thing with the cops. You know how cops are. So, I'm not about to be friendly with a cop and all that. I'm going to, you know, keep my distance because that's how a cop is. Um, what you brought up beforehand was a good point. It's just like, uh, which I kind of wanted to address. I guess we can go into it first is the abolishment of police. Now, a lot of people are calling this uh, a fringe idea or a radical idea. Um, I, I'm kind of in the middle with it. I don't know where to stand with it because I mean, if you look on the pros side of it, if you abolish the police, you get rid of all this power um, that these men are using to, you know, brutalize our community and uh, communities of color nationwide. But then again, if we don't have the police, if niggas start wilding, how are we gonna fix it? Yeah, yeah. How do you? How do you? It's 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 how do you hold people accountable? And I think it's yeah, you have do people doing it in the communities, but that's not really enough. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's the conundrum right now that I have. Um one one solution that I've been seeing for people is specializing like crime and all that stuff. Like so if you have domestic violence or something, you have like uh like a social worker with law power to kind of fix that situation. 
Yeah, because I guess with certain shit, like who would you call? Like if I got robbed, like who who do I call? Yeah. Do I just get on IG and tell them to look out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga specializing in the chase. Call my cousin Pookie and shit. <laughs> he the robbery expert. Nah, they gotta get um who was that dude? That one black dude who was uh fuck, he was at the Atlanta Braves scene. He would just like race random fans around the house field. We gotta get that nigga, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, I don't I don't know. See, that's my thing. Like a lot of these things I understand. Um, but it's just like how practical are they? Like the defund the police thing, I'm a hundred percent behind that. Like it's just like it's no way we should be spending six billion dollars um in some places on police or three billion or how many how many ever billions we're spending on them. It's just like they don't need all that gear and all that, you know, equipment to police streets. I'm it's super crazy because like yeah, with California where they what they took a hundred, hundred and fifty million away from the police, mm-hmm. that was like 10% of their actual budget. Yeah. It's not doing is, anything. What, they, they don't, they get two less tanks. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that going to do? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, a, you know, it's one of those things that, um, I said this a little bit early in the week. It's just like, we don't know what freedom and justice looks like in America because we've never had it. But if we don't start somewhere and start like maybe we reach for the stars and, you know, we come to happy median, then that's what we have to do. Like, we can't just be like, well, it's not possible. Maybe we say, hey, let's abolish the police and we end up seriously defunding the police to where they, you know, they can't keep going around um, acting with impunity and stuff like that. So I don't know. Uh where is I going to go from there? From there, um, I mean, we see we see what happened this week, man. I mean, it's seriously protests were jumped off around the country. You got, um, I think on Saturday it was a protest in every uh, state in America. So you just see how people are being affected by this, and people finally start to you know use their voice and stuff but on the other hand i feel do y'all feel like it's kind of like the the cool thing to do now for at least for these companies and stuff like that i I feel like they're in a position where they almost feel they had to say something at this point um I, i haven't really seen it like we we've seen things happen like this before but i don't think i've ever seen it like this it seems like it's it it's real different. The response is different. It, it seems like there's an urgency there, especially from companies, uh, whether they uh, spend money or not. It, it seems like there's an urgency for them to say something because people are quick to be like, yo, what are you doing? Because <laughs> we will either but yeah we will boycott or we will bust through y'all shit mm-hmm. if if you guys are not saying anything so i feel like you know it's the urgency is there because they're afraid of any type of backlash yeah i feel it's definitely they it's one of those things where you can't no single company is like we're whites only so you have to come off appearing sometimes some way shape or form inclusive to all the minor, minorities, specifically 
African-Americans at this point. So if you don't say anything, it's going to look like you don't care at all. <coughs> but it's also some of, some of them don't need to say anything because you can say the wrong thing in these times. Mm-hmm. Like there's there, there are proper words and phrases that unless they're really being used to address the situation, if you just speak on racism, that just means you don't get it. You're not addressing it. So I think these companies are kind of in like a lose lose situation. Yeah. Unless they really care. Yeah, it's um it's been tears of responses. Um you you have like the great responses from like the usual suspects like Ben and Jerry. Um and it was another one that I saw that Nickelodeon's was pretty good, surprisingly. Um, who who there was one company that put out a whole thing about like white supremacy mm-hmm. and they were actually giving people links. Like learn about what white supremacy is and how it's a bad thing. I don't remember who it was. I need to try to find that. But there was one company who really went above and beyond. Oh, okay, I didn't. But I we need know. more of that. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. which one. And then you had like the medium ones. I wouldn't even call them medium. They was kind of poor, but they weren't like the worst. Um, like places like uh, Gushers. Gushers is like Gushers wouldn't be Gushers without black people, and it's just like, uh, what? This <laughs> <laughs> is facts, though. Love Gushers. <laughs> Niggas love Gushers. <laughs> uh, Popeyes, I think, did the same thing. They were like Popeyes wouldn't be Popeyes without black people. Yeah. So, um, it, you got those type of responses, and then you got the base level, just here, nigga, damn responses like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> such and such company stands in solidarity with black people during this time. Uh, it's like racism. We look, we look down on racism where it's nowhere belongs anywhere. Yeah, but it's like it's like you're not even addressing what what's the happening. The issue is yeah. yeah, and even if you're not going to address this specific issue, at least donate to help fix whatever issue you think is going on. And I think that's the issue. I think that's honestly the bigger issue. If you're going to put one of those generic statements and not really if your whole goal is to not specifically say police brutality and the impact that it's having don't don't put that statement out there without a dollar amount in it yeah because then it looked like you just like i hope y'all fixed it. <laughs> i hope that shit get fixed y'all because <laughs> that's honestly that's honestly all we want it's like you're either going to say the right thing and stand behind it with your money or you're going to shut up and put up your money yeah so uh it's it's been a mix you know mixed week um like i said man i i I really think we got a lot of progress done by i mean it was a mixture of things bro like we talked about last week it was like it wasn't just the martins that got stuff done it was the martins the malcolms the kwame tories the you know everybody was the uh the rioters and the watts in the uh, 60s it was the rioters in the 90s it was you know it takes a collective of that stuff to happen. And then if you add in the white people and the other allies of different races, which I want to shout out as well, because, I mean, I saw a lot of that as well. Um, it was some crazy ass signs. Uh, we going to talk about that in a second. But um, but you saw you started to see white people get brutalized on camera. From the that old white man that got pushed down. And was bleeding out. Um, you saw that white, one white girl die. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to call her a white girl, um, but that one, one lady she passed away from being tear gassed. 
Um, people are losing eyes. I've seen multiple people lose their eyes from these rubber bullets. It's just like once you start to see that, people start to be like, hey, they really going too far now. And I and think it, that's it, what's it, taking it further. Go ahead, my brother. The, yeah, the super wild part is like we are protesting equality and police brutality. And the response to us protesting police brutality is police brutality. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, it physically doesn't make sense. So I feel like I don't, I don't know how at this point you can see it. You could have heard it before and seen what we were protesting about and then seen the outcome on how the police just at this point, they're just beating up anybody and everybody who are in their way. Um, again, with the rubber bullets, though, apparently those are supposed to be shot in the ground. They're shooting people in the chest and the face. Like it's nuts. So at this point, it's if you're not vocal about what's going on, if you're still sitting silent, you are basically endorsing the issue, and there's no way around it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, I, one thing we have to address is these signs. White women, these signs got to stop. Like we 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 appreciate y'all. You know advocating for black people but if you get out there with a sign that says stop killing black men i want mixed babies that's not helping Wait, anyone. okay was that a real sign that's a real sign i saw a sign that was like uh fuck uh i love i love black dick so i should protest for it yes yeah uh, see see and and, and it I don't think they understand that that's being racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you being racist as hell. If you if you just fetishizing uh, yeah. niggas, <laughs> yes, for the dick size, that that is a level of racism. Yeah, so yeah, that's the worst part. It's like, what are you here because you want to see us? You want equality, or you you want some pipe? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I've seen some. I've seen some wild ones on the black side too. So I'm not just gonna sing. I've seen mostly on the white women's side. But I've seen a black woman with a one that said, "We need their sperm" and stuff like that. And so it was just like, that's not that bad though. That's that was it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, allegedly, <laughs> she come with a suit on for the pot. <laughs> oh, but um. Yeah, man. But yeah, if you're going to be out there, man, be out there for something. Don't be out there talking about if you're going to open your mouth for black dick, open it for uh, black justice as well. Like that. That's wild to say. I mean, it's true, but you're not allowed to put that on the side. Yeah. Um, let let a let a black person put that on the side. But also stop doing that fake clout shit. Y'all see that one random ass white bitch who was acting like she Jesus. was helping putting up boards to cover up an AT&T oh, store. Yeah, 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 I saw that. She got yeah. fired. Good. Stop doing that lame shit. Like I don't I don't understand how people how or why people are using this to be for a look. Yeah. I've seen people out there like they at Coachella um you know dressed up and I'm like, "Yo, what you dressed up for? You marched in the streets." Um, I saw this one dude make a TikTok like he was fucking Leonardo DiCaprio in fucking like a gangster film or some shit. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here! What are you doing right now? Stop, yeah. stop, you stop using this to live out. Stop, white people, stop using this to live out your your DC and Marvel fantasy. <coughs> there was a dude who dudes keep going out there as bad dressed as Batman. There's that one guy who was dressed like the Joker. Yeah. And set that car on fire. Like, what is wrong with y'all? 
Yeah, and I think that's that's a disconnect too. Is like a lot of these people are using it to get their angst out and have fun, and it's just like this shit's serious. Like this shit ain't to like just be out there kicking a the bubble. Uh, so I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's only so much we can say. It's we still going on and it's still progressing. It looks like the protest's not really dying down, which is a good thing. We we need to keep at it, uh, so we can keep you know try to get justice for Breonna Taylor. And um, it's I think it's like murders popping up every day. Like I've I've seen somebody, some kid got shot in Oakland. Um, I think he was in his car or something like that, but I need to read more details on that. And so it just ke- keeps happening, even while it's being protested nationwide. So yeah, white people stop watching the help to try to learn things. What? I, what? Why is that a thing? I, I don't understand. I, I, I don't. Wouldn't they say it's the most streamed movie on Netflix in the past week? What, what are you going to learn from the help? Uh, yeah, I, I'm super confused about that. Um. Like I want to be reminded of a time where black people like knew their place or some shit. Like what? Like what are you trying to watch? Like what are you trying to gain from that? They think it's the uh, racial inequality origin story, <laughs> man. But they got what's the name on that too? La ninety two on there. I watched that and hey man, La riots got fucking wild, bro. <laughs> I didn't know how wild it actually got. That shit was nuts. That shit was like the the one we just had. It was bad. But I don't know if it got as bad as the L.A. riots. Oh, probably not, for sure. Like, they was... Huh? Is that the doc where it's like, it's no talking and it's just straight footage? Yeah. Yeah. I I think I watched some of it, but I seen some with, with like, some Mexicans out there. Mm -hmm. They were wilding. I was like, yo, this is getting bad, bad. Bro, they was just taking people out their car and just, like, fucking beating the hell out of them. It, It was crazy, bro. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, speaking of that, man, and that's a good point that you just brought up. Um, I want to know how to address this because I don't want to get I don't want to get racial. Okay. It it, I, it was racial. Let's get it. It was uh, racial. It, so during we missed this cutoff when this like stuff started happening for real, but during the 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 wilding times. Um, it seemed to be a subset of people in both Dykeman and in Little Village in Cicero in Chicago. And Dykeman is in New York for the people that don't know. Um, of Dominicans in Dykeman and, you know, all different types of Latinos in Little Village in Cicero uh, that seemed to target black people that were coming into their neighborhoods. Um, before we get into like the particulars, I wanted to get y'all thoughts on that situation. Um, for, for me, I do, I understand wanting to protect your community and wanting to prevent looting, which you should want to do. I I, I wish that, um, there were more OGs in the black communities who were there, especially like in Chicago, where they lifted up the bridges and were basically forcing people back, you know, out South over East out West to basically tear up their own environments. I wish there were more OGs to to kind of bring that to a halt and tell people, hey, this is not it. We, we got to live here. They're not going to come rebuild. It's like there has to be a better way. And, mm-hmm. and basically people to police that shit. But I don't think it's something where you should assume it's like, hey, the blacks are going to come down here to cause some chaos because 
I mean, why, why I don't understand why you think we're going to leave our neighborhood or a neighborhood just to go rip some shit up just because. Mm. Like, the intentions were good, but the execution was very poor. Yeah. Um, to me, it felt like they bought into the hype. They bought into the, hey, black people are going around. And because they felt that we were once protesting, they felt that we were once looting everywhere. When it was a mixed crowd everywhere, it was not only black people, it was white people, it was uh, Latinos and Latinas. Um, it was shit, Asians was probably out there. Um, and so when they built, they bought into that hype, they went from trying to protect their communities, in my opinion, they went from trying to protect their community to using it as an excuse to live out their uh, racism. Like It's no secret that it's all, all cultures inside of America have racist feelings towards black people. I mean, it's just it's because of colonialism, uh, colonialism. Uh, but it was just like I stopped I stopped feeling bad and I started feeling more upset with them when I felt like they were just being the predators in the situation. Oh, for sure. And uh, and it's it's definitely different between if you see somebody doing something and you stopping them versus you just see somebody black in the car and you go and try to like scare them or I mean uh, what you got women, kids, families in the cars like you shouldn't be running up beating on their windows trying to force them out when all they're doing is sitting in a car driving. Yeah. And so that 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 I think that was the thing like I was very 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 upset um with you know the Latino community at that point, I had to take a step back and realize, of course, it's not all of them. And I shout out to the people that were on my timeline. A lot of them were, were denouncing it and saying, "Hey, this is not right," or setting up like a protest or um, a black and brown type unity type thing. So shout out to the people that were doing that. But when you see innocent like women, like you were saying, um, I saw like these girls get their window busted by some concrete just by going down the street. You saw a nigga get a pole thrown through his chest in um in little village, and it's just like, bro, now you're targeting us and treating us just like the the oppressor, like the oppressor we're going against now. So what makes you any different from the white people out here? So uh, it's the same thing in Dykeman, like them, them, all them uh, Dominicans and shit chasing those look like five little kids or whatever. And then you see they got checked by them bloods when they came to the neighborhood the next day. Talking about, oh, no, we we all in the same. What's the name? It's just like, bro, <laughs> like, no, we're not. Are you just doing this because you getting pressed or are you doing this because you really feel like this? Yeah. Again, and, it, it, it's it's it's. <laughs> It's cool to protect your shit. It's not cool when you use it. You use prejudice as your scale, basically, to determine who are you going to run after, who you going to get down on. Like that's that shit is just not cool. If somebody's not doing something, somebody's not bothering anybody. Don't look at somebody and be like, oh, they're gonna do something at some point. That shit trash, man. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of what. Where I'm still wary because it's like, okay, we do this whole black and brown unity thing. 
and it is what it is. And, you know, you can, you're trying to do this like PR cover up or whatever at this point. But I feel like those feelings are still there. And how do you get rid of those feelings? Like, can will they ever be stamped out or will it just take generations for us to keep, you know, like dwindling down on it? Because they didn't just not become racist overnight. And how am I supposed to stand with them in the fight versus, you know, these racists and white people and stuff like that? If I know they just as bad as white people. And I don't honestly, it's I don't I don't want to say it's racism. As I, a, I like do overall, just because I mean, I, I granted the circumstances and who knows what whispers might have been going on through the hood that riled people up. I don't know if they were, this was something that they were suppressing and they were like, now's our time. I think it turned into, I think it, think it started as something good and it just somehow spun into something extremely bad. Poor execution. Proper planning, poor execution. Donnie, you got any thoughts? Um, no, I, I agree with what a lot of y'all are saying. It's, it, it's, I don't know. When it comes to the Latino community, it, it confuses me a lot when they don't understand like well, we're all in the same fight. But I also realize that certain Latinos have the uh, privilege of pretty much being more accepted in the white community than we do mm-hmm. because of just, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot of, Latinos that can pass off as being white, honestly. And and I feel like sometimes they align with white people and then adopt some of that racism towards us, which is is trash. Cause you know, you you one stop away from, you know, the motherland. But yeah, I mean, in this case, when it comes to, you know, to their community, I can understand protecting it, and, and you don't want people to, you know, ransack it. But like y'all said, like just targeting people, just seeing a uh, seeing a black person come through, and then just wanting to, you know, pull them out and fight them. That's that's ridiculous. That's that's unnecessary. And uh, yeah, that's just how I feel. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, I don't have too much other else to say. Um, you you made some good points there. They one drop away. I mean, look how how Dominicans treat um Haitians. It's just yeah. like they hate their guts. <laughs> so I'm just like, bro, y'all bo- y'all both from the same place. The only difference with some of y'all is you know y'all got some Spanish blood in y'all. So it's just like I uh, I I will never understand that. Um. But it is what it is, man. Like I said, I'm off. I, once I took a step back and stopped, uh, stopped looking at the videos, um, I was able to collect myself and say, hey, OK, it is, you know, we do have to stand with each other. Um, I saw a lot of people out there when, you know, I went to the little thing out here. I saw a lot of brown people out there, no matter if you were black, no matter if you were Latino or Latinx. Uh or Latinx. Um, so, I mean, we, we all got to come together in unity to get rid of this problem. So, uh, I, <laughs> I've been seeing some, um, 
some questionable ways of protest. I know we were talking about the the white girls earlier, but did y'all see that nigga Saucy Santana? Oh God, what did he do? <laughs> what, what did this man do? First of all. He didn't even go to a protest. He like just did a photo shoot outside his crib and went back in the crib. And then niggas were calling him out. So to kind of calm everybody down, he twerked in dry fit like booty shorts to change his by Tupac. What? I saw I saw people wear his head basically because he was like, yo, I had to pay these models. I had to pay the photographer. This shit wasn't free. Yeah, it's so. It's so like. I don't know if we should be defunding the police. (laughs) (laughs) Let's rethink what's going on out here, bro. I I was so confused. Like, wait, why is this nigga twerking the changes, bro? (laughs) Yo, I pray. I pray for uh, that nigga uh, Saucy Santana, man. That nigga lost. Should he have been twerking the eye by Kendrick? Bro, he shouldn't have been twerking at all, but that shit was ridiculous. They said KDOT streams been going through the roof. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, That's crazy. That nigga Roland Ray was also out there, man. Uh, Running over cops with his wheelchair and shit. So that shit was crazy. Shout out Roland Ray. He on the front lines with it. Uh, Shit, man. What else been happening? It's so much shit surrounding this. Can we keep keep it in Miami? Can oh, we address uh, the, the former baddest bitch? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, personally, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big cancel person, but Trina done to me, bro. I, I, I don't give a fuck about Trina. Like, yeah. when you take it to a point where you calling your own people animals, and then you know my thing. It's just like if you get called out for doing something, don't double down on that shit. Okay, well, it, uh, it, it's not just that. It was the person who was trying to walk her off. The, sometimes the person who has to try to walk you off the ledge speaks volumes to what you're about to do. Mm-hmm. So, a little backstory. Earlier this week, Tr- apparently Trina and Trick Daddy have a radio show in Miami. And they were speaking in regards to the riots and the protesting and the looters. And she was upset because one of her friends owned a boutique or a shop or something like that. And the the looters uh, basically ransacked it and stole from her. And she was upset, basically saying she got a family. Now she can't pay for, you know, feed her kids, X, Y, Z. And she was also sharing some personal gripes. Um, and she said, basically, they need to have the curfew be from like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. to keep all the animals in reference to the protesters, rioters off the streets because they're just out here sparking up chaos. Um, They're not doing anything productive. They need to be stopped. And then she, some reason trick daddy was like, nah, they have a reason you just lumping everybody together. And she kept triple quadrupling down. And the next day she basically kept that same energy to me. I got time today, which I want to do. Like we all not at home working. So, Basically, everybody has time. So good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, th- that's one thing about the Internet is niggas got more time than you. I can guarantee you. 
So, and my thing about the trainer thing is, it's not just that she doubled and tripled down. It's not that she called black people animals. It's like she hit every Republican talk point that you can hit. Talking about, well, if you have your license and registration, you should be good. That's talk point number one. They always say, if you're not doing nothing, then the cops won't bother you. Uh, oh, yeah. Another, she, she wasn't scared. Yeah. Another she one was uh, her, her brother got killed by a black person. I understand that and I feel bad for you, but that doesn't mean somebody should lose their life to a cop. A random person should lose their life to a cop. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, so that's always what white people say again. This is like black on black violence. So it was just like she echoed everything white people be saying, like racist white people be saying when we talk about this police brutality and then triple down on it talking about I got time. So I'm like, all right, bet I'm done with you. Like it, it's no reason for me to waste my energy trying to talk to or explain why this is bad to somebody like that especially during this time that was that was like come on yeah you you, you can't do this during this time you, you might as well just shut up if you're not you know if you feel in a different way yeah well, and what what does the apology mean to me now it just means that you're trying to get everybody off your back you don't mean that shit i mean i think i think she apologized already but Again, it's going to be people who forgive her and it's going to be people who don't. I think she meant what she said and it's not one of those like I, I, I apologize because I didn't mean it. Mm. It's just the 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 I'm apologizing because I got so much pushback that I, I got to try to save face. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's going to be. Unless it's a tiny little slip up. That's what these apologies are going to be. Look at Drew Brees. Drew Brees, everybody for that don't know... Uh, I mean, he's been a a stark like supporter of you know the flag and America and all that shit. So when Cap was um, kneeling, he had a, a issue with it. It wasn't a big it, at that time. It didn't become a big deal because everybody was you know for the flag and for America and shit. Um, so recently, he did an interview where he said that he still didn't support Cap uh, for kneeling. Because he he feels like it represents so much to him because his grandfather and, you know, was in the army and stuff like that. You know, of course, he got backlash, a lot of pushback because people are at home now. People are reading everything you say and listening to everything you say. I think LeBron said something. A lot of his teammates said something from Michael Thomas to uh, what's the the safety name? Uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, That's a black ass name, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, everybody like was on his head. Like he was getting MLB, <laughs> NBA hate, like all types of sport hate. Uh, so you know he came out with the the press release. The I'm sorry, black people. Um, I shouldn't have said that at this time. Stuff like that. And uh, you know he'd been on an apology tour. They talking about he he spoke to Shannon this morning. Um, undisputed kind of broke down his his thoughts and views on it, and Shannon said he uncanceled him. So what? See, yeah. I, I, so uh, I, that was surprising I, to me to hear. I think I think and they when I listened to it, I was listening to it a little bit before here. I I didn't get to finish it, but they were he. If this wasn't Drew Brees, I don't know if we would have reacted this way, which. Is kind of a fair point. I mean, because I mean, New Orleans Saints have he's been there from 
tumultuous times to now, which has been exp- gone from like ten to fifteen years, mm-hmm. and it it appears that he had he had been uh, somewhat involved in that community, which led would led us to believe that he had some sort of understanding and compassion for black people because of what we all assume New Orleans to be in the culture that comes from New Orleans. Had this been some, I don't know, fucking, had this been Baker Mayfield from Cleveland, I don't think we would have been as surprised or as shocked. We we wouldn't have had him as high on a pedestal, I think. And I think some of it, some of the backlash was the expectations for, from Drew Brees, knowing how, where he is located professionally and how long he had been a part of that community. You would expect more from somebody like that. Yeah, I I understand that. Um, but I think it's the easiest thing to do, especially during this time, is just to shut the fuck up, especially if you don't agree. I mean, the easiest thing to do, if you don't agree with somebody, get out their way and let them do what they're going to do. Um, Drew Brees did not do that. He took this time to let it be known that he did not agree with the flag. And that's just what they've been doing this entire time when Cap was going and doing his thing. The whole point to distract from the point that he was trying to make was, oh, they're disrespecting the flag. They're disrespecting the country. And that's exactly what he was trying to do. Um, when he do he does this, uh, they disrespecting the flag type shit. It's like that means nothing to me right now. The conversation is police brutality, black people in general being murdered from the police, from these people that are supposed to protect us. And the fact that he took this time to double down on that is why people reacted so uh, ferociously on him. So I, I, I'm I'm. On the same thing, I'm with Trina with him. I I do not accept his apology. I don't care nothing about no Drew Brees. I'm gonna let him live. Like, go ahead, do your thing. But it's just like the apology means nothing to me. You already showed me how you feel. You doubled down on how you felt about that flag, and you care more about what that flag represents than the people in this country that it's supposed to represent. So, fuck Drew Brees. I don't I don't give a fuck about Drew Brees. Sure. I co-sign. co-sign. Yeah, it's tough. It's super tough. It's it's super it's super super tough. And I, it's, I mean it's it's as a whole it's hard to see. It's very conflicting because I feel like it's it's a lot of white NFL players who share the same thoughts and mindset as Drew Brees, which is also very extremely difficult to kind of understand. Just because, I mean, the NFL is, I believe, 76% African-American mm-hmm. from a player standpoint. And you would have to assume that most of these athletes have been playing from middle school to now. You're you're looking at somewhat between, I don't know, 10 to 15 year playing career for the average athlete. And yes, okay, maybe they all come from different towns and different cities, different backgrounds, but eventually you all do get to college and you all do have a variety of teammates who I would assume is just the the, the percentage is very almost close to as high as that as the NFL is. So you would think and you would hope that they would kind of have some type of open mind or would have learned something from those 
you know, four to five years in college from the African-American teammates. You would hope that from whatever time in the NFL that they have, they would have learned something from their African-American teammates that would help to uh, alter or change their mindset and what they believe in or what they were taught growing up. But it appears that's not the case. No, I mean, they they get to go home and live in their privilege. Like when we're in the football field, it's a controlled environment. It's no we don't it's no really having to deal with the police. The only people you really the only authority figures you really have to deal with it is the coaches. And the coaches are just looking out for what's best for the team and what's going to make us win. So black people are actually able to get away with more in the football facilities and stuff like that, because. Normally, the coaches bend the rules. Normally, the administrators bend the rules for black people to, uh, you know, end up playing and win the team, uh, win the team games and stuff like that. But when we walk out into the real world, those coaches aren't there. And black people have to go and deal with the cops and deal with uh, systematic racism and uh, either education and all this other stuff. White people, he gets to just go home and be a white person like uh, of course, it's those that get it because some of their best friends are black. So they they still hang out with them and they still see some of the experiences that they have. But no matter how close a, a white person is to a black person, they can only get so much of what it's like to be a black person in America. It's those that get it. But it's just like they still will never understand fully what it's like, because anytime they want to. They can take their privilege and go live in it. I mean, that's true. And I think we um, I think it's better to have them understand it the, to their best of their abilities without living it because I mean, they'll never live it. But at least you can have some, you can see if you can spot it and you can see it and you can acknowledge it. I think that allows you to maneuver different through the world. As opposed to if you just don't see it or you or it's, hey, you know, that cop just pulled you over just because you were speeding or you didn't use a turn signal as opposed to, no, he saw you were driving this type of car. Like, I think the ability for them to be able to identify what's going on in the ways that it happens is more beneficial from in the long haul, in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, they just need to have empathy. But also, when you get money, you just you lose a lot of that. So I don't really expect like a white quarterback like Drew Brees to have that much empathy when he leaves, you know, the football facility. I'm pretty sure he shows up. He's like, yeah, catch this ball, nigga. Yeah, it's probably the most black people we see all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, just do, do your job. Do like your he ain't job. going home to Holly Grove. Like he, he going to, going home to a rich ass white suburban Louisiana. So it's just like he he's sheltered. I mean, no matter how he grew up or whatever, it's just like I don't know. Uh, and one one another point that I forgot to add into the what's name is I'm sick of the, the white moderate too in the NFL. These quarterbacks. Uh, like I saw Aaron Rodgers statement and I was like, you he's afforded the luxury of being able to play the middle. Like during the whole protest thing, when they did the whole locking arms and shit, like he was able to be like, okay, we're not disrespecting the flag, but we, you know, we're trying to stand in solidarity with the black people. And it's just like, now we're at a point where we can't do, we stand in solidarity with 
us. Like you can't stand in solidarity with us. You have to be with us fully or not be with us or be against us. Um, If I'm not mistaken, Mark, Martellus Bennett might have called him out on that because he kept saying they have this and they have they're doing this. It didn't sound like a we thing is what he was speaking on. Yeah. And it, it just, he's able to get away with that because this is like, well, black people, I was with y'all a little bit, uh, but I do understand what they were saying, too. It's like, nah, nah, bro. You got to pick one, bro. And that's what's good about this time, although it's a fucked up time. It's just like now we get to see how you really are. We get to see the people spitting on black people. We get to see the people calling black people all types of name or just showing up to a protest, trying to run them over and shit. We get to see who you for who you really are because times are this bad. So, hey, it is what it is. Uh, But, yeah, I'm not I'm not fucking with Drew Brees. I'm not fucking with them NFL players that. Uh, are now all pro-black either. Like, I'm gonna let them do their thing, but where was they when Cap was here? That's frustrating to me, bro. Um, now that it's cool and safe to do it, and they they ain't gonna mess up they uh they back. Now they like, okay, well, I'm on a knee too. I'm Colin Kaepernick. I'm uh Alton Sterling. Like, get the fuck out of here. I think uh, it's 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 tough. It's tough because you you know owners were threatening positions and contracts and all those types of things. Yeah, for sure. But if they would have stood all together, they can't get rid of all of them. And that's the power with, uh, you know, being a group and being water. It's just that you all move together. They can't get rid of all of you. But if they can single out one person, that's how that's divide and conquer. If they know that they can divide and get rid of the bad ones, then that's how they get rid of you. And that's why I don't fuck with it, because they didn't stand up for him. But now that it's safe, now that they ain't risking their money. They, no, I don't fuck with that at all. You don't get no prop from me for standing up for it now. Like I'm you do it because it needs to be said, so I'm not going to be against it, but I'm not giving you credit for doing it because it means nothing now. Like all these motherfuckers kneeling in the streets of cops, it is like it means nothing. Like what are they kneeling for? Why are cops kneeling? We're kneeling because of the way you're treating us. Why are you on the ground kneeling? Yeah, I don't get any of that. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't like I don't like the kneeling. I don't like the kneeling from the cops. It doesn't really, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't address anything. Okay. You, you're going to take this kneel with this knee with us. And then you're going to get right back up and go keep continuing to do your job in the same manner when you're instructed to do so. Like it's, it's you taking a knee. It looks good on a photo, but it doesn't change the system. It's not provoking change. It's not encouraging change. You're not being vocal. What it's what it takes is going it's, it's going to require cops to physically be vocal, use their voices, and say, "Hey, the system that is set up right now for us, it's not right for the people." Taking a knee is an easy, quiet cop out to a very larger, bigger issue. Yeah, I agree. And like I said earlier, I hope you get maced if you if you take your knees out here with police and keep it shuffling with them. Uh, uh, this nigga Virgil, man, he he might have fucked up his bag, man. He might get dunky the dunky today. 
Uh, Virgil Abloh, um, everybody pretty much knows him. He's the creative director of Louis Vuitton. He's the creator of Off White, and uh, he he grew, he came up under Kanye, so he's one of Kanye's like cronies. Um, this week he was he was one of those people that was upset. It was a lot of black rich people that were upset with the looting, but he was one of those people. Um, I guess a RSVP store, a RSVP gallery got destroyed in the riots, and he voiced his discontent with that. And he was like, "I didn't see this man come up under such and such and put all this hard work." You know the standard, the standard thing to say, pretty much. Like I've seen this person work hard, and y'all just destroyed it. And a lot of y'all don't know what y'all fighting for, and y'all just destroying stuff. That type of thing. Didn't he say something like, "If you want, if you once you go home with your stolen shirts and they, you look them in the closet, you should be ashamed." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't ever tell me my t-shirt is gonna be disappointed in me. I'm, a, I'm gonna be, hey, I'm gonna be flying my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that shit. Uh, also, my t-shirt get a conscious. I ain't trying to be on your body. Come on. I'm gonna be in a club. <laughs> Getting baddies with my shit. It's not a stain on me. <laughs> when I get that uh, compliment in the club, I ain't gonna be disappointed at all. <laughs> I ain't gonna be like, oh, this shit is looted. <laughs> oh, so you know, niggas start, you know, getting on his head. Uh, and then he was like, all right, fine, niggas, y'all won. Let me get $50 to the cost. <laughs> so he, he has now become the new standing for $50. Uh, now, anytime you use the word fifty, you use a Virgil. So, uh, did 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 y'all see his apology? Yeah, the craziest thing is before his apology came out, Ducky thought uh, exposed him for reaching out to black influencers to reclaim his blackness. Oh, did y'all see that? That's gross. He sent out an email to black influencers and models and stuff. To quote unquote, can y'all help me reclaim and establish my blackness? Fam, fam, his family picture looked like um, he was to help for an Amish family. Yeah, that shit look wild. Um, Why is he reaching out to? (laughs) He reaching out to Brittany Renner and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Can you please post how black bundle bundle? Please. <laughs> Let these no- niggas know I'm a nigga, man. <laughs> Tell them I was over your house playing 2K the other week. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> How do I reclaim that for you? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, but uh, Ducky ended up like like going super hard on him, talking about she put a hit out on his stories and shit. So she might want to be careful. Uh, but yeah, um, what was you saying about his apology? I didn't see the the second part of his apology. Uh, well, this is what he put on his IG. I, I just go through a little bit of it. I ain't going to read the whole thing. It's like five pages long. Oh, okay. uh, let me start with a few central facts. I am a black man. A dark black man. Like dark, dark. <laughs> Damn, he didn't say that. He, no, said- he, said, he said like dark, dark. <laughs> on an average trip to the grocery store in Chicago, I fear I will die. The risk of literal death is the normal walk of life for almost. Uh, what he types is terribly for almost lays on the walk of tiptoe. When I apply, when I apply for a job, I fear I won't get it. 
it's my nature to be extra polite, but I'm extra polite because before I open my mouth, nine times out of ten, people judge. Any interaction with the police could be fatal to me. A split second, I could have them off-white sneakers mean nothing. Or that I'm head of designer of this or showed artwork at such and such doesn't apply in the heat of an exchange. Sir, come here. Since chills down my spine. Oh, Jesus Christ. 30, 39 <laughs> years of my life could be reduced in a one second radio call. A tall black man was. Uh, I'm skip a little part. As a black person, I have felt anger, sadness, and pain every time one of us fell victim of prejudice or systematic racism. I am proud to stand in solidarity with every moment to eradicate a race eradicate racism and police violence. Racism has to stop. It is literally killing us. I feel sick that George Floyd and generations of black people have been unjustly killed by the police. Every police officer involved in their death needs to be charged and convinced unequivocally. We, the people of the world, should protest however we see fit. Then he went on to apologize how his comment about the, uh, about the stores will up the well. Oh, he said, I joined a social media chain of friends who are matching $50 donations. I apologize. That appeared to, to some as it was my only donation to these important causes. Then he was basically saying how he gave like uh, $20,500 to bail funds and other cases, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That uh, that first part sounded like it was written by Tina Houston Colts or some shit. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this nigga talking about? Hey, man, he dark dark. Shit <laughs> sound like some fucking Langston Hughes shit. Yeah, I, I, like, come on, bro. If it, if, all right, so say your friends was matching fifty, you ain't have to post it. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, yeah, you know, donate here. You didn't have to post. You didn't have to post anything that you contributed. You could just been like, yo. Here's the thing: if if your fr- if your friends are posting fifty, and they're not in your same tax bracket, don't post fifty. Yeah. Like, it's really that simple. Like, you don't have to do 50 just because I said, hey, here go 50. And if you want to get 50, that's fine. Just don't post it. <laughs> like, because I'm not I'm not about to shame you for how much you're going to give to the cause. Maybe you don't got it. Maybe uh, we all know virtual has it, but we're, I'm, I'm not the one that's going to tell you what you have to give. But just don't post the shit. Too late now. Yeah. But I mean, I do think that, you know, because another thing that I've been seeing is that like a lot of people, I mean, we discussed earlier how people are turning like protesting into aesthetic and stuff like that, which I don't agree with, like going and, you know, um, making it seem like it's an event, like it's like a fucking party or some shit. But I do agree with documenting it. Um, one of the things that inspired me to go out was seeing when Donut went out, he was just like, shit, I need to get more involved. And it, it inspired me. It was like, hey, I need to be out and see what people are talking about and like listen to. I'm glad that I was able to go out and listen to George, George Floyd's brother and, uh, you know, the mayor, uh, Sylvester Turner out here and just to hear what they had to say. I did not agree with a lot of stuff I heard out there, but it it changed some of the views I had. And especially, you know, dealing with uh, what was happening with the uh, black and brown communities at that time, I needed to see 
those people out there and, you know, marching towards the same thing to fix what my thoughts were at the time. But um, I mean, going back to my original point, it's just like I I like when people, especially young people, are documenting them being out there because then it inspires people to be active. So it's a but it, I feel like it's a difference between, you know, inspiration and, you know, trying to get acknowledgement, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's a really yeah, it's, it's, it's a real slippery slope. When he gets to that, yeah. Um, I, I saw a lot of people talking about Drake when he posted that, uh, like a hundred k. What was I forgot was that towards like bail for people that got arrested or something like that. Yeah, uh, it was a bail fund, I believe. <laughs> yeah, and and it's like I'm I'm not mad at that because it it shows like like with his platform it shows that he cares mm-hmm. and. And with as big as this platform is, that needs to be shown. It's 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 good for that to be out there, regardless. And I don't, I don't know when I see people post or when I see celebrities post, like, yeah, they may be doing it for different reasons, but they still did it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, regardless, they did it, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to be upset that they're using it for some type of fame because at the end of the day, that money is going to be, you know, put to good use and it's, it's going to help somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the God's plan video. Like, of course yeah. he used it for marketing, but people were actually helped by what he was doing in the video. Yeah. And you, you can't really be mad at it. Just somebody was like, I think it was like 500 and he up to two hundred thousand. Like, what are you really going to say about that? Yeah. Shout out to the weekend too. He gave four hundred thousand. Damn. I thought it was five. It was somewhere around there. I thought it was four or five. Somewhere around there. Uh but yeah, man. Uh celebrities came out and did their thing, man. I'm not I'm not gonna stunt. We saw, you know, we saw Kendrick come out to the, the LA protests. Uh Kendrick, DeMar DeRozan, I saw Steph was out there, Giannis, uh a lot of people out there, man, and everybody getting involved in their own way. Um, so shout out to everybody. Like, and that's the thing about this one. It's just like I feel like everybody is mobilizing in their own way. And I think we talked about it. It was just like no matter what you do, you don't have to be out there protesting if you want to just give or if you want to just inform. Just do something so we can push this thing forward because something has to change. I don't know if we'll see it in our lifetime. That's how deep racism is rooted in our society. But Maybe our kids, maybe their kids, you know, who knows? Yeah, this this past week, I mean, it was still some, you know, bad stuff happening. But I actually felt a little bit of hope, though, that this could, you know, what's happening right now could change going down the line, you know, from years to come. Like, I, I honestly feel like what's happening right now. Is 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 definitely history making because I've, I've never seen it like this. I've, if people just keep continuing, especially with having athletes out there, because you know athletes just you know sports just transcends transcends it all. Mm-hmm. So to have the out athletes out there, that's real huge. And I'm it. I feel like Corona was kind of like it, it's almost like perfect timing, like just to have all all these people available to be out there really, you know, support the community. So that's just dope. Dog, Kanye was out there. Yeah. 
and didn't say shit. Didn't say shit. Just like we wanted. <laughs> Bro, that was the perfect thing we needed that nigga to do. Just show up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Because when I seen when, when I seen the uh the donation and him setting up the uh uh his daughter with the with the college. I was like, all right, that's that's dope. I, I kind of want you to say something. But when you're out there protesting, that's a statement. Mm-hmm. R- regardless, it's, it's a statement. You don't have to say words. You just being out there shows that you, that you're down with the cause. And I'm, yeah, but I'm you glad got nervous. You said what? You got nervous. Oh hell yeah, I got. I, I was when, I, when I thought he was outside. I was like, hold on, what? Kanye lost all his goodwill with me to believe that he he, he he's gonna say the right thing. Yeah, he's named. Like I'm I'm I haven't. It's hard for me to say just fuck Kanye forever. It's hard for me to say that because his art means so much to me, and you know the place that I'm from. But I just can't trust Kanye to do anything right. That's real shit. Like, like all the people out there talking about, oh, Kanye, he was just doing all that to get people out of jail. And now he's revealing his real Kill self. Yourself. Like, stop. Kill stop. yourself. Stop. Shut nah, up. He, he was a secret agent. This nigga the spook to set by the door and shit. People got to stop. They, they make yay fans look r- real ridiculous. Yeah. Can, can you, like, listen, we, we all know how he feels for real. Kanye, I'm, Kanye is just... He lives on another planet. He's so far from it that, you know, sometimes he just he can't relate to what goes on in the black community because he hasn't been there in a minute. He, he's surrounded by his family is, for the most part, white. Nah, Kanye, yeah. was, Kanye was just uh, Makai in N2D. Nah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kanye was in too deep. That's all. Man, uh, speaking of this shit, that nigga Freddie Gibbs been on LL <laughs> for days now, bro. And that shit been having me in tears. Uh, you was a cop? Polite. <laughs> hey, man. LL gotta stop doing it to these meatballs, man. I'm, I'm tired of his raps, bro. Like, his raps ain't hitting, G. And why was he looking like he was crying? Cause he was, <laughs> nigga was rapping with tears in his eyes. I don't know what that was about, man. I, I didn't even write down no bars from that shit. That's how tor- terrible that shit was. Uh, but yeah, when you was talking about you, you feel like things are getting better. Um, I mean that starts with the the young people, and you start to see young white people. You know, TikTok saying the right things. Even Logan Paul was making some sense, which was kind of surprising. Uh, did y'all see his little interview thing? Nah. Yeah, nah. that was that was a good uh, interview. He was, you know, was talking some real stuff. He was pretty much saying what we've been saying. Like it starts with them. Like they have to educate themselves, and they have to be the ones that take on the challenge of fixing this. Like they can't just be like, oh. Well, we witch all black people. Let's, you know, f- see if we can do something. No, it has to come from them because they started the problem. So, uh, but yeah, um, I think we just got a few more things. There's so much stuff surrounding this. Um, I didn't know, I didn't know Mark Wahlberg was the fucking, uh, what do you call the leader of the Ku Klux Klan? Uh, Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, that nigga was doing some wild shit. 
Did y'all know this nigga has a whole page on his hate crimes on Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah, didn't he blind an Asian dude or something like that? Yeah, he blinded a Vietnamese dude. And then him and his friends back in the day was throwing rocks at uh throwing rocks at people saying like, hey nigger nigger or some shit. Hold on. Yeah, no, that's 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 been well documented that which is also very wild because every movie Mark Wahlberg is in, he plays some Boston ass dude. Yeah, he was <laughs> a racist. They said in June 1986, Wahlberg and three friends chase after three black children while yelling, "Kill the nigger! Kill the nigger!" Throwing rocks at them. And uh, yeah, the other one is him uh, assaulting a middle-aged Vietnamese man in 1988. And calling him a Vietnam fucking shit and knocking him unconscious with a large wooden stick and blinding him and punching him in the eyes. So that nigga was on his fucking grand wizard shit. How the, how the hell does nigga just come up and get a career like this? Yeah. And he went to jail for this. So, so I don't know. I don't know, man. White people so confusing. I feel like once you get a decent amount of money, once you once you get that certain level of money where people, yeah, they know you did that shit, but they can't do nothing about it. I think that's where he's at. Yeah, I guess I, so. But I, think I feel like he can't. He technically, never should have been at that point. Yeah, he yeah. technically never should have made it anywhere. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, he came out the gate being a rapper in Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. So how you gonna be a racist like trying to capitalize off black culture? Man. How's we good with that? You lucky niggas ain't have the internet. That's real. Because <laughs> he would have he would have been out of here quick. Yeah, this nigga was hiding the whole hate crimes and shit. Uh, now he in Transformers, so I guess you can. It's the American dream right there: beating niggas and being in Transformers. <laughs> uh. I think that's about it surrounding this. Um, we got Terry Crews. So we need to talk about the Kente cloth. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Kente cloth. Uh, I mean, it's it's been a, a week of pandering. Um, companies are doing it. Now the government is doing it. I say black people, ignore them. Like, let's stop with all the theatrics. Like, you don't have to put on Kente cloth and play Kendrick in the Congress Hall. Like, you don't have to do that. Tell us what you're going to do about what's going on. That's my only statement on that. Yeah, I, I, I was confused when I seen it. Like, because I, I was scrolling real quick on Twitter and I thought it was like a 2020 black graduation type thing. I was like, damn, <laughs> this shit kind of lit. They got the professors kneeling and shit. And then I saw uh, Pelosi. I was like, oh my God. What yeah. is that? And did, did y'all see. Uh... Did y'all see that, that, that tweet Trump liked? Oh, insecure <laughs> shit? Somebody said he just seen two niggas in the field and liked that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't... Trump is a... He's an interesting dude, man. I I, I saw a tweet. Um, It was had to be like two days ago. He retweeted it. It was like a, wall, a wallpaper of his face doing like the weirdest face I've ever seen in my life. So that nigga Trump just be on Twitter just... Doing whatever, man. I can't wait till we get this nigga out of here. 
Honestly, his tweets might be better than. Yeah, low key. Oh, sure. I'm so. Uh, I'm I'm low key hoping that he addresses his kente cloth because that might be <laughs> that might be hilarious. Oh, <laughs> if, yeah, he, he can come with the ether. Yeah, he can come with the ether. I'm hoping he addresses that shit, man. <laughs> Look at Pelosi <laughs> trying to piece the blacks with the kid they claw. <laughs> I really just I didn't I need to know who placed that order. Yeah, that shit was nuts, man. Yeah. Uh y'all wanna talk about this nigga Terry Cruz, man. Uh, Terry Terry Coons. Terry Coons. I knew that was coming. I actually have it written down, but I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh man, what's wrong with your boy, man? Like, why why is he like this? Who boy? Hey man, and the thing is, it's not like he's like an A list actor or some shit. Like most of most of his opportunities are from like black films. I don't, I don't. He says things, and his reasoning is just always nuts. Talking about you, you need the white people with black supremacy. What the fuck is black supremacy? I don't know. That's the confusing part. I was like, yo, what are you saying? And Even what Chris. Saying? Yeah, I see. Chime in. <laughs> I see. <Hey, bro. laughs> what the hell is black supremacy? <laughs> it's like niggas just be talking out their ass. What what culture, what country in the world has black supremacy other than maybe Africa where it's only black people? I mean, like a country in Africa where it's only black people. And still, most a lot of those countries, I wouldn't even say have black supremacy. I mean, you got a lot of you know, Chinese-owned uh, businesses and all that stuff. I'm not saying that they, you know, better than them or anything like that. But a lot of them are being taken over by the Chinese. So, bro, it's no such thing as black supremacy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand who. Somebody should take away his passwords. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> that me too uh, shit was the worst thing that ever happened to him. Because what happened? <laughs> what happened was he started getting all them white people on his side because he, he he started partnering with you know with the me too community and he started feeling himself. And then that's when he just started going on this rampage of just saying all these ridiculous things. The crazy thing is, he's been feeling himself too much for a while now. Literally. <laughs> Oh, literally! I see, I, I, I see, I see you see that setup right there? <laughs> no, nah, but uh, real shit. I, I I don't. I think his shit is more confusion than anything. So I can't really be. I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm not upset because he sound dumb as hell. But he's not really somebody that I feel like is like damaging. Like a Trina or a Drew Brees. It's crazy because we know what his issue. We know that he's we we know that he's a nut. And he's shown that he's a nut ass nigga. Yeah. So at this point, shit. His his value and his input has very little. I mean, because hell, even between here, he had this shit where he was like, yo, when I was at NBC, they didn't treat me like a they didn't treat me terribly. It was good to me. Yeah. And in reference to how he wasn't like able to back Gabby and her shit. So he's really keep, continues to show that he's not 
I want to say on anyone on our side, but he he doesn't really ride. He's Uncle Tom. Let's just keep it mind. He's Uncle Tom. Wait, he actually didn't he have something to say about you, you people who call him Uncle Tom? You can, hey, he can have whatever he had to say about me. He Uncle me Tom. See. What do you say? Oh, oh, any black person who calls me a coon Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist because they have they have determined who's black and who's not. No, I know you're black, and that's why I'm calling you Uncle Tom. You just don't know that you're black. Oh, he said we. He believes that we suffer from groupthink, and we uh, we keep minds of our own, and we're not allowed to ask to be different or ask questions. I hate when people try to use that. We, we when that's the same thing Kanye say, and it's just like no, it, it's a collective of people that understand that you're a dumbass. Understand that you're doing harmful rhetoric right now that makes no sense. You just want to do the oh, why can't we have different views? Because it's not something that it can be like a just an abstract view of. Like, are we equal or not? Are we gonna fight for justice or not? So, I don't. I don't fuck with fuck that nigga Terry Crews, man. Yeah, he don't, he don't care about nobody's opinion except his wife's. So, yeah. Hopefully, she happy with it. Yeah. Uh. It was a spicy ass uh, little debate that was sparked yesterday. Um, that nigga Billy Porter, man, he came out. You know, Billy Porter is the guy from Pose. Uh, he won an Emmy like two years ago for his role in Pose. Um, he came out and said that um, while this might be controversial, that black people at points hate the LGBTQ question mark community. Um, like they receive the same hate from the black community that the black community receives from the white supremacists, but we're not addressing that. Uh, that's not. It's not far off. No, I, I don't think. I don't think either. And I mean, uh, a lot of people would. A, a lot of people, I'm not going to say a lot of people. Some people are saying, like, this is not the time to focus on that. But it's just like, if we don't focus on that, when? It's just like, how am I supposed to feel good about fighting for my people if my people don't accept me into, you know, to live in how I want to live? So I, I don't have a problem with him saying it. I mean, of course, it's going to come off looking away now because we're also focused on what we're focused on. But conversation has to be had at some point yeah i'm not i'm I'm not mad at that um you know we definitely got to do better on that front you know it it shouldn't come to people losing lives just because of uh who they are and how they you know how they identify themselves yeah uh so you got anything to say on that uh no, I mean, I've, I'm not I'm unfamiliar, so I'm not gonna say he's right or wrong, <laughs> but I'm gonna take his word for it if that's his experiences. Okay. Uh, Wayne is still explaining why he loves white cops. Makes no sense to me, but whatever. Um, yeah, I saw him on first take this morning. I mean, undisputed. No, he was talking. He told the story again. Yes. 
Fam, if I have to hear that story one more goddamn time, bro. <laughs> like, fam, all right, we we get it. You 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 was tweaking out and you shot yourself. Luckily, a cop yeah. saved you. <laughs> like, fam, I, I get it, but like, fam, that don't mean all cops are just saviors saving little New Orleans kids. <laughs> He's wilding out here. Like, like fam. He's another dude that's just so he's he's not he's not there. He's so out of it, man. I think it's not the money with him, though. Well, it might be a combination of the money and the drugs. I think the drugs have fucked him up bad. So uh I don't know, man. I'm just at this point, I'm not I'm not fucking with nobody that's not riding with the people, man. And that's not to say you can't have a different opinion or a different, you know, a different level of how you want to go about to get to this change or get to this justice. But you at least have to be headed in the same direction. It seems like people like Terry Crews, Wayne, uh, Virgil, it seems like they're not even in the same going in the same direction. They just comfortable living the way we live now because they don't experience it and so they just like fuck it they don't have nothing to do with me that whole Wayne cop story oh all the black cops are going over me and just trying to find where the gun was at nigga it was some white cops with them I'm sure too (laughs) he was passed out yeah like come on now bro don't 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 feed me that bullshit so I'm not I'm not falling for that Wayne story for the people that don't know Wayne Wayne said that uh uh, we all know that he shot himself when he was like, I, I want to say like eight or something like that, uh, with the gun that was in the house. Uh, I guess the police rushed to the house, and from his recollection, all the cops ran over him as he was dying, bleeding in the doorway, and they were black. And the one cop, I forget what his name was, like Uncle Daddy or something like that, Uncle George or some shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Uncle what? <laughs> he had a crazy ass name. The, the cop to say to Colonel Sanders. I don't know. <laughs> he said the, uh, this one white cop saved, like, brought him up and took him to the hospital and saved his life or whatever. So since then, he's been like, yo, you know, they are good white cops. So that's way. Uh, y'all know Malik uh, Monk was on coke. What? You know he he's been suspended f- out the league for since February. I know he got suspended. Yeah, I didn't know for for what exactly. Yeah, he was on coke. He had a coke oh. problem. Yeah. So where did where did you see that? It was on Twitter. So he just uh he just got reinstated today. Um, I didn't know he was suspended, but I hope he get well, man. That's just nuts. And uh, everybody know how Lynn Bias went out. That's not something we need to have in the streets. Yeah, that shit. I ain't gonna lie, that shit makes me want to watch some of his highlights. <laughs> I want to see what type of watch shit this nigga was on. Yeah. Uh, God, uh, the crazy thing is to be busted with a coke problem in NBA. It's wild because you have to legit just not give a fuck because they don't have random drug testing. They let you know before you got to take your your drug test. And Coke. No, I don't think they do. No, Coke. NBA has does not have random drug testing. They give you an alert before you have to take a test. And Coke disappears from your system in like 48 to 72 hours. 
So you legit have to be like, shit, I got to get my fix to, to fill an uh, NBA drug test. Holy God damn. So, my hey, prayers for Malik Monk, man. Uh, uh, what else happened there? Did y'all watch that Yvonne Orgy, uh, Yvonne Orgy stand-up? I will not. I did. If nobody else saw it, I don't know if I was talking about it. It wasn't that mad to me. <laughs> It wasn't good. I wouldn't say it was amazing. It wasn't that bad to me, though. It was funny parts in it. See, here's the thing. If you have to lead with it wasn't that bad, you're not saying it was good. I'm trying to... If I was compared to other stand-ups, especially like if we're thinking about women's stand-ups, I, I can't really think of any that's better. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, know, I, feel, I feel... And that's not being sexist. That's just saying... Like, first of all, the stand-up game is kind of dead right now. And then I'm thinking about, like, prominent women comedians. Like, can you name one that's better? <laughs> women? Just all women? Off like, of stand-up recently. Off, like, the past recent, three or four years. Saying recent is... The past ten harsh. years. No, uh, what's her name's uh, solid? Um, God damn it. What's that chick's name? You talking about Wanda Sykes? <laughs> All right, listen, man. I'm, I'm not going to disrespect Wanda, but that is not who I was talking about. Uh, oh, um, Ali Wong. Ali Wong's pretty. Good. I don't fuck with hers. Really? She just be too hyper, bro. No, I. Um, I, I what's what's the other shorty? Shorty uh, from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Shit was I. Right. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, I know you're talking about. You talking about uh, kills? Uh, yeah, Jordan Peele's wife. Yeah, Jordan Peele's wife. Yeah. I, do, I do some more got one? I'm so, listen. <laughs> it was some more. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 1997. <laughs> hey, hey. Do some more got one. <laughs> My only thing with Yvonne Orgy is. Her Nigerian like bias is like super strong. Like she can be talking about anything, and it's just like Nigerians do this better. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like you talking about like fucking Uber and some shit? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like why does that even matter? So it's just like you can kind of tell. Like I wouldn't say she looks down on black people at all. I don't want to push that narrative, but it's just like Nigerians are. You you know you can only be a doctor, lawyer, or such and such. If you do anything other than that, you failed in life. And it's just like I feel like she thinks that Black Americans don't have that same standard. Honestly, it, it just it looked the the, the stand up as a whole wasn't great, in my opinion. She has her lane. She has her content. Her 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 whole thing was she's gonna make jokes about the whole Nigerian American experience Mm -hmm. which is fine but I don't think that works as a whole hour set you might be able to get that off for like a good 10 and keep it pushing but if that's your entire thing I don't see how far you can go Yeah, it wasn't great. I will definitely say it. I thought I listen. I didn't think it was gonna be funny. I didn't really laugh. It honestly felt like the longest hour of my life. But I won't say it was like complete trash. It just wasn't good. 
It felt like HBO owed her owed Issa a favor. Oh, damn. All right. That's going too far. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was all right. Like, it wasn't... It's not that I'm going to watch again, but I, I could watch it. Just say it like that. But, okay, but a good stand-up is not something that you want as, like, background noise. No, it wasn't good. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's, it wasn't good, but it was just I right. Like, it was, like, it was watchable. So, that's where I'm going to leave that one at. But, uh, yeah, uh, the, I think I've always, like, kind of peeped that with Yvonne Orgy. Like, she may not think like this, but I kind of get the vibe that, like, she like, well, Africans have this standard and, you know, black Americans don't have this standard. And it's just like, uh, I'm, that rhetoric is getting kind of old. To me. I'm sorry. If you saw her Breakfast Club interview, you would have known that this wasn't going to be a good stand up. Oh, no. I'm not watching any Breakfast Club interviews that have to do over Skype. <laughs> That's no, no, this, this was like two years ago. Oh, no, I've seen that. I've seen that one. Yeah, she's... I, I will say this, though. Uh, Insecure, these last couple episodes have been pretty good. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 gotta, I gotta give props to uh, Issa for that. I feel like they're, they're, they're working to something. I'm, I'm gonna see what this finale about, but I've been, I've been pleased. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, this this episode they covered um, falling, falling um, what what is it? Growing apart from your best friend. Um, do y'all think that's a common thing, or growing apart from a friend? Y'all think that's a thing? I I, I kind of like examined it, and I'm like, I've had like friends that like niggas I probably don't talk to anymore, but. If it's just like something minor, I don't think we grow apart. It's just that we had different points in our life and we just adjust our relationship. But I don't think I've never did something like this Issa and what's the name where we just mutually like, nah, we don't fuck with each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking about it, too. And I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's different from I mean, as it as an adult, I don't think I've ever fallen off with someone. We might have gone from like friends to associates. Mm. Which I think is fine. Which is think is fine is very normal. Like you can easily go from a friend to just being an associate with someone, and that's perfectly fine. Like that shit happens all the time. But I don't know I've, if I've ever experienced a fall off of where really we were tight, we're super tight, and now we're just like I don't fuck with you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That shit was that shit. I'm. I'm kind of. I want to see if they stick with it. I, I kind of hope they do. I can't. The thing is, I can't imagine them doing a complete like season with them just not talking. They just doing their own shit like that, especially because they have so many mutual friends and associates. But then again, I don't want them to do this Lawrence shit with uh, Molly and Issa because I thought the Lawrence shit was cheap for for him just to like stay around and they get back together. I thought it was just like I mean it happens in life sometimes, but it's just like uh that was lazy kind of. Hey and please understand just because you and somebody grow apart don't mean y'all got beef. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um it's just y'all in two different places. I mean it, most of the time that's what it is. Y'all just don't really have things in common to talk about like that anymore and it's just like Unless you just I mean, force some shit. This technically is that. No, they got beef. And, and I don't even, I don't even want to call it beef. They, yeah. It's 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 more one sided than anything. 
I think they have beef, and especially when they let shit, when you let shit fester like this, uh, it gets worse and worse. And Molly is one of those type of people that I don't, I don't like these type of people either. That like, I guess when she got into a relationship, she just forgot that you can have other type of relationships in your life. She was just like, oh, one, like, oh, my man type shit. And it's just like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Y'all do y'all thing. But, you know, I'm still here. And you still got other friends and other relationships that you still have to tend to from time to time. See, honestly, I would have said the bigger thing is she doesn't want to. She wants actions and doesn't want to do any acting, which is also an issue. Yeah, like if you have you don't sit back and wait for me to initiate things and like come to you and like confess everything and like lay everything down at your feet in hopes that you forgive me. If you have an issue, you should be mature enough to bring it to me as well and let's discuss it in that moment. But don't wait for it to be like, yo, this is all on you. I feel like I was done wrong. Even though I did wrong too, you did more wrong, so you need to be the one to bring it up. Yeah, but. Um, in all fairness, um, she did try to bring it up to Issa a few times. The uh, remember when she called her and Issa was like she couldn't talk about it at the time, and then she tried to have like a dinner with her and talk about it, and she had condola with her, so she couldn't really say nothing about it. And well, so it was, it was multiple so times. It's it's well, it's built upon, but the most recent thing is the fight. It, yeah, the fight that has to do with Andrew. Mm. And that's, I mean, because you can see, like, he, she, it's, it's a theme with her. Like, she just doesn't want to take any type of accountability for any type of involvement in anything. And I hope she get left for it. Oh, man. Come on now. No, that's real. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Could y'all be some, with somebody who, anytime that they came to an issue, came with an issue, never took any type of accountability for it? But you can see repeatedly, like, yo, you need to, you can at least try and do something. Because mm. it's only a moment of time before they spews into your relationship and they do it to you. Yeah, I already Ooh, see yeah. that. I don't know, something going on, man. This nigga talking to the triad uh, every time she walk in the house. Like, I'm like, what's, what's going on here? The triad. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing I, I want to talk about. I, a lot of people was going in on uh, Nathan for dirty macking. Um, is it dirty macking if you don't know the nigga? I don't think that was dirty macking. I don't think it was either. I, I, that's that's a lot of people saying it's dirty. I didn't see it that way. I feel like if you don't know the nigga personally, you just you just saying what she told you and you it ain't like it? he did the it ain't like he telling on what Lawrence did he's like you cheated on him like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, the thing is just because if y'all have a situation and this is why y'all break up you y'all two might get over it but don't get upset or be bothered when people still reference it if y'all get back cool like it's it's kind of unavoidable so yeah he was Oh, you mean the one that you cheated on? Like, it's a fair question because you did cheat on him. Yeah, that's not really dirty, Mackin. 
Yeah, he was more like, I mean, shit, he's he's still trying to get, he's just trying to get that back. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what was dirty was him pulling a uh, mental health play. Like, we all knew what that was. <laughs> but I didn't think that was dirty, though. No, nah, that was dirty. He knew what I mean, he was doing. No, but, but, okay, but she didn't know, though, right? Uh, right. So, I see, the way I see it, this is from my perspective. If you're assuming that, because the way that she said it, she was under the assumption that this nigga just ghosted. So even if we not gonna be on that, like I'm at least try to clear my name. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you what the real was, and you can do with it as you choose. But I'm not just gonna let you keep running around thinking like, yo, you just ghosted me because you you ain't shit. It was like, no, I was really doing this, and this is what I found out. I just needed that space. All right, that's the new that's the new play, fellas, for the ghosting. <laughs> oh, you great play. Man. That's the, that's the new play on the streets. <laughs> Just My know, older, man. I'll be having some highs. I'll be having some lows. It's crazy. <laughs> have you have you ever gotten cool with somebody and then like they think you like they think something happened for a different reason? It's like you got to clarify it. No, you gotta. What do you mean? Like you don't really care. So I don't know. They could have thought you did something for X reason. Oh, you did this because X Y Z. And you can easily just like let it go, but it's like I'm not just gonna let you keep thinking this wrong, keep moving around with this wrong information. So I don't care what you do with it after, but I'm just gonna at least tell you the truth. So now that you know, and we can leave it at that. But at least you can't say you do had no idea. Nah, nah, I don't think so. I, if if I have, I can't remember. Uh, I probably have. I feel like I feel like that's happened before. I mean, because you're not just going, especially in the position he was in. He's like, man, he clearly still trying to make something happen with Easton. So he's he's gonna let her know, like, yo, don't don't get it twisted. I ain't just dip on you, even though I feel like that's what he did. Because that's yeah. that, that was a wild. <laughs> that's just, that's a wild excuse. I ain't gonna lie. But hey, maybe he was going through. You know what I'm saying? He had to get that right. Come back. He's he's pretty much acting the same he did last season. Was he in last season? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty much acting the same, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. Bipolar is different, so he might, you know, I don't know. Yeah, how we, that forget, we can't forget that he did try to come back around a while ago. Yeah, and normally Issa let you smash, so she she <laughs> wants to really be fucked up for to not let this nigga smash. You no, know, I was gonna say came back around, but then didn't Molly send him off? Oh yeah, yeah. oh, and that's yeah. why they got into that fight. So yeah, oh, damn, he could he could have been, been cleared the air, but he wasn't given an opportunity, and clearly she thinks it was something else. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna speak my piece. Mm. Damn, damn, this finale gonna be some man. Predictions? I feel like Condola pregnant, uh, and Lawrence, of course, he gonna get this job in San Francisco, and you know it's gonna be over. It's going to be a wrap for that shit, man. But I just, I can't see them getting rid of him. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think maybe they'll try to work it out and he got a, he got a kid and they going to try to work through that shit. I don't know. Turn the shit into Atlanta. Yeah. Hey, man, you, you can't get rid of Lawrence. If, if you get rid of Lawrence, it's, it's, I don't know where the conversation comes from. I don't know how you keep the show going. Yeah, because Issa can't just keep going around. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like nothing substantial is coming from that. 
I really need them to say next season is the last season. <laughs> I don't know where they keep going from here. It, it kind of you can just you can only go so far. Yeah. Uh she says it's gonna be a limited amount of season, so I'm thinking it's gonna end soon. Uh I was gonna ask this question, but I'm not because it's a little wild. So um No, no, no. no. <laughs> you gotta ask it. Um Alright, it's this new challenge I'm seeing called oh the Ice God. Cube Challenge. Oh, what happened? I never, I've never seen this. The Ice Cube Challenge? Yeah, go on TikTok and put in Ice Cube Challenge. How do I go on TikTok? Is that a, it's, is it's it a website? Like an app. Yeah, I don't oh. know. I don't, I don't use it either. <laughs> Ice Cube? Challenge. Ooh. Okay, I see the... Okay, I see something on YouTube and... I'm just going to read what I see. Okay. <laughs> TikTok e-girls stick ice in their pussy? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> All right. Pr- that wasn't a video I saw, but pretty much you put a, like the guy puts an ice cube on the, on the girl and you have to make her finish before the ice cube melts. On, you put it oh. on. Oh. Yeah. These little kids getting freaky, man. It's a damn shame. It's a goddamn. Watch shame. your kids on the internet. You don't want them doing the ice cube challenge. You wondering why y'all don't have no ice in the house? Are they succeeding? Man, I'm not watching that to, to the end. Like, what you think? I have my my computer watch listed. Wait, so are, are, so and they're all kids? No, nah, no, nah, I don't think they all kids. I'm pretty sure it's some, mostly adults, but it's it's a young nigga thing. I'm I'm trying to think how long it takes for ice to melt. I, the internet is getting pretty nasty, man. Even for my standards. Yeah, the government needs to do something about this. Yeah. Uh, Delicious and Raymond Santana got married, man. Salute. How much money did that nigga get from that? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all collectively got five million dollars. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm scared for him, man. I, I hope I hope a, a prenup's involved or something. She's trying to get the settlement back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. I, hey, I I love that guy. I'm, I'm I'm so happy that you know uh, he got his money and and now he has a you know he has a, he has a decent baddie. I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm glad. I just hope it turns out well. Yeah. Some don't seem right. <laughs> Some don't seem right. right. (laughs) Something is not right. But I I hope it turns out. I hope it turns out well. Yeah, he he gave me that vibe like he put hands and feet on women. So, oh, don't do that. What he do? (laughs) Nah, he been saying some stuff where he got a little streak on him. (laughs) So hey, be careful. If anybody needs to be careful, it's her. Uh, oh, Kodak got his weapon charges dismissed, man. So he escapes 15 years in jail. Uh, they, t- they talking about he can be out by 2021, get released to a halfway house. Big win or big L in uh, academics terms. Of course, I mean that's a win for him. Yeah, shout out to Kodak. 
Uh, Akon dropping his locked up remix with uh, the, the snitch. <laughs> I, we uh, if we not talk about the song, we have to address why this nigga had the Shang Tsung color wig on, on his head, bro. <laughs> that, that was disgusting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about dude, man. I don't. I don't know what. Yeah. He he's different, man. You just never know what's real and what's not with him. Yeah, I feel like he's reaching a lot more now. Probably. I'm sorry. I'm not coming home from jail and throwing on a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, especially a rainbow one. It's it's just a lot of with everything that's going on, he he knows he's not the focus. So he has to he has to step it up more. Like it's just too much stuff going on for people to care about what the hell he's doing. Yeah, which with, might be a good Akon. thing. Yeah. That song was trash though, by the way. Um, I, don't, I don't know what Akon's thinking. I don't know what yeah, <laughs> he has too much money for this. Yeah, so uh, the damn, we still kind of early. Still got about twenty minutes. Uh, oh, all right. Um, can we? Can we? Because I feel like this can take up some a good amount of time, which is a multi layer conversation. Can we talk about Mikey Williams? Mm. Yeah, we can. You gotta explain who he is to people. Who don't okay. Know. Uh, Mikey Williams is basically like a top three, top five um, consensus player in the t- class of 2022, 2023, something like that. He's currently, I think, going into his sophomore year at a, in high school, basically somewhere in San Diego. He went on his Instagram and professed that um, – he was basically 10 toes behind the black community um, was saying how the star players can kind of drive their own narrative and that he will have multiple HBCUs on his college list. So I'll read off a little bit of what he's put together, which is kind of impactful, but when we can go from here, um, he said in a quote, this has been a thought for years. This didn't just recently pop up in my head. What a lot of co- coaches don't understand is we don't need them. We control our own narrative. I'm very thankful that God blessed me to be in the position to do that. Uh, We write our own stories. We determine what the next page of our life is going to be. Why does it always have to be the big universities? Why does it always have to be the big names? Have you ever thought about helping your own people out? We are the reason that these schools have such big names and such good history. But in the end, what do we get out of it? With a a top-level talent athlete, don't understand is if you're a pro, then you're a pro no matter what college you go to. Even if you're going to, even if you don't go to college, if you're a killer, you're going to kill anywhere. Not enough people speak on things like this. And I've been meaning to do so and put some word out. To, I figured out, I figured this would be the perfect time to do it. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Just want to let know, everybody know I'm writing for my people 10 toes down behind the black community. Any way I can help or make a change in the black community best believe I'm going to do that. Only God knows what the future holds. But when that time does come that I have to narrow down my schools, narrow down my schools down to mm, what? Narrow down to my school basically, uh, whatever the number is, there will be multiple HBCUs on that list. Fuck Coach K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, salute that salute that young brother, man. That's how, uh, crazy. 
How y'all feel about that? Hey man, I've been advocating for this man for a while. I've been, you know, behind the the black athletes getting together. Um, one aspect of it that I would amend is them niggas got to get paid, man. I mean, it don't make sense to not get paid going from a big school to not getting paid going to a lower funded school. And like, shit, I, I hope you get paid no so, matter what school you go to. I I, I think to for myself, when I look at this as a big picture, it's a lot for me to unpack from this statement part of me is glad that he did it another part of me isn't Hmm. I think I'm glad that he's seeing that yeah because if you are a killer and you are one of those top talents no matter where you go you're going to you're going to draw attention people are going to come see you Um, if you announce where you're going to go oftentimes when you know schools universities win championships the enrollment it increases which mm-hmm. means more money is coming in um they're going to be on tv more because they're successful higher contracts boom i would imagine that you know should he go to an hbcu that would give them some sort of a higher level of visibility um to the mainstream maybe more espn games espn2 games uh fsn games cool um, maybe they'll get invited to a few more tournaments just so they can really be out there. That's more revenue for the university, even in that one year. If you I mean if that HBCU instead of their athletic department going into a, you know, losing money, they can gain ten, fifteen million dollars, which can be dispersed upon their other academic programs, even if it is for a year. Um, part of it is. I don't want it to be the instance where if he proceeds and still does go to college, because I'm under, I'm moving on the assumption that he's he's not even going to go to college. But if he does choose a big university, I would hate to see this come back to bite him. And I would hate to see people use this against him because it has been other players who had HBCUs on their final list and still chose to go to the G League or still chose to go you know, to a bigger university. I would hate for him having been so vocal so consistently for that to be used against him. Yeah. I I I see what you're saying. Um I think it's a good thing because it's putting a spotlight. I mean, he's one of the biggest players in the country. Um I mean, of course he's still got a while before he's about to come out. But um that's just showing these other kids like even you know the four stars and stuff like that like that's a viable option i think that we're so stuck on even us the people that don't go for sports and stuff like that we might see a school and it's just like damn they got a cold sports program and you know it'll be nice to get that college experience of sports and that's why we go so even people outside of sports seeing him placing an emphasis on bringing our talent and our, you know, our most talented people and our stars and stuff to those colleges and helping those out. I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. And sports is a great way to do that. Like imagine if a lot of them went to uh, a few schools, um, then those, those coaches are getting looks for like NBA teams because of their, they, they're going to credit like their scouting ability because they were able to pull them. 
Um, you know, if obviously it's bringing more TV dollars and different things like that, it might upgrade TV contracts. And so all this money is going back into the university, which is helping it, you know, build better facilities and do all this other stuff, man. I, I, I think it's like I said, I've been advocating it for it for a while. I mean, I know it's the easiest decision. It's an easier decision to go to these places where they got top flight uh, athletic facilities like Alabama or, you know, Duke or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing. Like you're, if you're going in real preparation for trying to get to that next level, you're going to want to go somewhere that's has a, has a strong reputation for, you know, uh, building careers and helping with development and helping individuals get to that next step. Yeah, but I think with basketball, it's it's kind of different. I mean, you you look at some of the bigger stars; they they came from mid majors. You look at Steph, you look at Dame, you look at uh, fucking who's Dame's teammate? Um, CJ, CJ. Uh, like it's it's plenty of people that came from like these little schools that don't have like these beasts uh athletic facilities and you just were better than everybody so i mean look at Braun. he's coming from a high school they didn't have the best athletic facilities and stuff so i think, I think basketball it, is different. It, it is a tad bit different but with those situations i mean it's those those players spent multiple years in college like lebron was lebron if you got it then you got it and which is not everyone who's got it falls into that bucket. It's a few who fall into that bucket where you're a guarantee one and done. So, I mean, I'm I'm certain that it wasn't like when CJ or Dame or Steph, I'm certain they were kind of overlooked, but it took that development from those universities. But I mean, I, and another thing is like, I don't want this to be looked at as like, you know, he set off a trend because I think we we initially overlook people who did it before. Because um, I think I remember I read an article on like The Undefeated or something like that, where it's like Josh Christopher had Howard in his, you know, top five. And I keep people seeing people online who are seeing athletes transfer from D1 schools, PWIs to HBCUs and saying, oh, that, you know, it's happening, it's happening. When I think you have to, kind of understand a little bit more what's going on. They're not leaving those schools because I want to give back to the HBCUs. It's I want to go to these schools because I want more playing time. And I think we have to be able to identify who those singular individuals are who are going for that sole purpose as opposed to going for a different reason. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, like... And if there's any current ones, I'm I'm only seeing Robert Covington right now. Uh, that seems to be the only one who's went to HBCU. Um, but you also have like Hall of Famers and stuff like Willis Reed. He went to Grambling State. Sam Jones, North Carolina Central. Earl Monroe, Winston Salem State. Charles Oakley and Ben Wallace went to Virginia Union, and uh, Rick Mahorn went to Hampton. So, uh. It can be done. Um, it's just it's all. Also, it's also on these universities to, and as difficult as it might sound, to put those dollars into the athletic departments and to build and grow your facilities because you can't expect to just get top talent because it's an HBCU and think that 
black player should want to, you know, do that and give back. You have to create an environment that looks like you're trying to breed success and you care about winning as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel like it just takes that one that that top talent just like Mikey like even if he even if he doesn't do it, I just like that he's a top talent and he's throwing that idea out there. Cuz I feel like there's a lot of kids his age and younger that you know are following him on IG, watching all his clips and just reading that that could, you know, inspire you know, one of these other kids to maybe do it. And I agree. Like you, you gotta be, you gotta be like one of the top five greatest in the country. If you really want to like make a huge statement, but like all those other players that are like transferring, even if they're doing it for, you know, more playing time, they're still doing it. So I feel like that's a, that's a good thing. Like kind of back to what we were talking about, you know, celebrities giving money for clout. Even if they're doing it for another reason, it's still happening. And, and and people are still seeing the athletes do it and they're getting that idea in their head. So I feel like it's still positive. It's just weird because people act like it's a new thing. When I don't know if it's to me, it's, I don't know. It's weird. People act like it's just a thing that people are just doing when they've been doing it, but no one said anything about it. No one really cared. It's because of the times. I mean, now we're, it's a, it's a, a refocus on black enterprise and a refocus on black excellence. And part of black excellence, uh, historically has been historically black colleges. And, um, it's a shame we've gotten away from that, but, um, I don't know, maybe a, a resurgence of these colleges, um, might be good, but I don't know. Uh, that's kind of tricky. Fam, could you imagine being one of the best in the country and going to Tennessee State? <laughs> Bro. Fam, you, my nigga? Fam, I'm staying all four years, moving <laughs> with four kids. <laughs> it would be nuts. Fam, you come out that shit like Sean Kemp in '94. <laughs> that would be crazy. And, and that's the thing, like, everyone's talking about, um, uh, Bronny might be interested. Seeing the type of women that uh, Young Bronny's into, <laughs> I don't think he, <laughs> I don't think he considering oh, an agency any, anytime soon, man. Well, also a lot of those kids, like I, I'm not mad at them for not um, choosing an HBCU because you also a lot of them just like watch college basketball and they want that, you know. Big March time. Madness yeah. opportunity, like it's a dream for some of them. So, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not, not not everyone is that top talent where they know that they can be a one and done. You want to go to the places where you feel like you can get that molding kind of thing. And even and the thing is, even if you don't feel like you get it at that moment, you can always leave. So, yeah. I'm thinking it has to be a link up situation, like a Michigan type situation. Where like three or four of them gotta be like, hey, let's let's link up, let's let's just create this powerhouse somewhere and mm-hmm. just kill shit. And even if they go to one that's in D one, like a like a Howard or something like that, and they just you know see what they can do. And even that one year might spark something. I mean, some players might not be able to leave; they might stay for an extra year or so. 
and then you you get other people joining and other people like looking into joining a different HBCU. So you just never know. We can always be like, hey, it, we it's just not feasible, but it may be like the spark that you know that's needed to get these some of these HBCU sports off the ground. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, as far we got a few more minutes. Um, I just kind of want to run through this music real quick because we did have one or two projects dropped. Uh, Run the Jewels dropped. Uh, Run the Jewels four. I told y'all what I think about Run the Jewels already. If I ever say I'm listening to Run the Jewels, I'm being sex trafficked. So, um, I did not listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not listening. If it like, I'm. I'm gonna hear the songs. Um, at the end credits of every white comedy for <laughs> two years, so I'm, I'm I'm good on listening to uh, Run the Jewels. You know what I had a problem with is um, in one of Run the Jewels songs, I forgot what it was. I was watching a video the other day. Killer Mike was like, "Y'all don't really want revolution. Uh, revolution. Um, I'm ready to start burning shit and fucking shit up." And then he get on the news talking about, hey, I need to calm down. Like, hey, which one is it, bro? Yeah. He, he's got a lot of, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> he, he has some questionable, questionable beliefs. Like his, his stance with the NRA is a little, it's a little iffy. But, you know, I think for the most part, he has, he has black people, you know. No, no, I definitely respect him. Yeah, it's just um, some of his shit. Nah, I just don't like all that. Like, hey, y'all, y'all really don't want it. Um, I'm ready to fuck shit up, uh, y'all. And then when niggas ready to fuck shit up, you be like, oh wait, hold on now, not in Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, CJ, let's do it. Hell no, I'm sorry. Not hell no. I just had no, <laughs> I had no interest in running to run. I wasn't running to the jewels. No, uh, pause. Uh. Flatbush Zombies dropped the EP. It was okay for for the most part. It's called uh, Now More Than Ever. They they haven't dropped anything in a long time, so I was interested in hearing it. It was only like six songs. About three of them were pretty all right. Anybody else listen? Nah. No. I'm, I, had, I thought no music came out this week. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a strong week for music. Uh, yeah, Ali dropped Trap House Jodeci 2 Deluxe version. It's probably just a couple more songs you didn't hear on the first one. And J.D. Youngin drop Baby 23. So that's about it, man. A lot of uh, pandering singles about black justice. I mean, you got YG, Fuck the Police, just dropped. Um, I think he dropped that shit on that Blackout Tuesday, which was a... Oh, my God. We didn't even get into that. But th- which was terrible timing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that Blackout Tuesday was the most confusing <laughs> <laughs> shit in the history of <laughs> niggas didn't know what to do. Yeah, and I think that's okay. That that was okay to me. Like when I, because I had woke up early that day. I think it was like three or four in the morning, and I saw like people blacking it out. So I'm like, oh shit, you know, I'm with, I'm with solidarity. You know, I'm trying to be with the people, so I black my shit out and. That's the thing. I think we have to kind of read into it because I'm going through the the feed trying to find the original, like, w- what's going on with this. Mm. And when I realized that 
a lot of the principles in the original feed and original purpose I agree with, but one that I didn't was no posting on social media. And during that time, that's when it was like the height of like the the riots and everything going on. So I was just like, I don't know. I kind of want to be informed and post about what I feel like is going on and stuff like that. So that's why I took mine down. But I didn't have a problem with anybody posting it as long as you had good intentions. I think the message that was supposed to be shared wasn't fully shared because the thing was, all right, don't. Don't post any nonsense on social media right now. Don't promote anything. Don't try to do music shit. Don't just if you're not posting anything related to the protest, to to racism, to fighting the battle, stay low. I just felt like we could have got achieved that without having people post black tiles, mm. which then sparked people to posting BLM on their black tiles, which was fucking up the Black Lives Matter hashtag. I just feel like when you try to execute something, you got everybody there, there is no such thing as simple execution. Yeah, and it was giving people an easy out too, like these corporations. Like, oh shit, we we can just post a black top. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no money. I right, bet black top. And that's that's what um I remember when we was talking about Justin Timberlake. That's kind of what I meant by they could just post some shit and not have to really deal with the conversation. Because they don't have to address nothing like that. They can just be like, all right, well, it's a trend. So black tile, here y'all go. And if anybody says we didn't contribute or we didn't do our part, I have a black tile on my Instagram. So that's what it is. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I, I kind of my thing during this whole time is not getting distracted of why we are doing this stuff over how we are doing this stuff. Like no matter how people choose to, you know, show solidarity or kind of protest, as long as they're not harming us, then let's focus on what we got to uh, trying to get accomplished. Yeah, uh, we, we might need a weekly black uh, town hall meeting. Real shit. Before we do things like that. I, I, I can't just wake up in the morning and now y'all want to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, man, can I get some, you know, we, we should have had some advancement with that. Yeah. Yeah, that that was my thing too. Like I, I woke up like, damn, if I don't post this shit, <laughs> will I get in trouble with the black people? <laughs> uh, uh yeah, so a lot of shit got pushed back to this week because there was so much going on last week. Chloe and Haley dropping their uh second album this week. Uh I think Pop Smoke's album, debut album is coming out this week. And uh Gunna, he's dropping his deluxe album this week. I don't know if it's like a Nav deluxe or Uzi deluxe or just a regular deluxe album. You never know these days. Wait, Trey Songz dropped a a Riot song? Let's not do this. What is Trey doing? Trey dropped a 2020 2020 Riots how many times? So if anybody want to listen to that. Another thing, man, like Apple, I really I I like what y'all did with that on Tuesday. But fam, y'all had to remove that Vic Mensa song. That's the first song I heard when I clicked on that playlist. What Vic Mensa song? (laughs) What song? That 16 shots. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not yeah. here. I, that song is trash. <laughs> I'm trying to listen to that. I, lo- I love the message, but it's a terrible song. Yeah. No one should have to listen to that. <laughs> That's going to make me more enraged. 
Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that's, that's about it, man. I guess we can get into shout outs unless y'all got anything else y'all wanted to cover. Uh, no, man. I think we hit all the racist, racial shit. Yeah, man. And I, I promise we're going to get back to our, <laughs> to our happy pod soon, man. I know it's been kind of heavy, but that's just the way the world's been the last week. So we, we're trying to keep everybody informed and, you know, we, it's going to be heavy a lot of these topics because there's no, no real room to joke about it. But uh, we just try to keep it as light as possible. We know people listen to kind of stay informed and to get away from everything else. So we're going to get back to the regular pot style soon, hopefully. <laughs> uh, but um, anybody want to start with a shout out? Siege, you want to start? Yeah, uh, I'm just going to shout out to the protesters, man. Y'all are out there making change, um, making people respond, making people react. Please don't fall for the foolery. Please don't fall for the tricks of the kneeling cops who are just going to get up and grab the batons and beat on y'all. Please, out of my people out in D.C., don't fall for the Black Lives Matter paint all on the street, Black Lives Matter Plaza. Don't fall for the deceivery that they're trying it, but we're, you know, we're making headway. Um, but also, please stay safe. Please continue to get tested for COVID-19. That is still a thing. It is hundreds of thousands of people in the street at once. You would, you know, you don't know who your neighbor might be. Y'all are in the same fight, but you could still be at risk. So let's just make sure we're staying safe. All right. That's facts, man. Stay safe out there. Uh, Donna. Yeah, big facts. I'm going to piggyback off that. Uh, shout out to the protesters and shout out to everybody online, the organizers, you know, people dropping links for, you know, where to donate, people dropping list of um, black businesses. You know, j- just because you, you're you not able to go out there doesn't mean that you can't do something, you know, from your home. So shout out to all those people that's doing that. Um, I also want to make an apology you know, to Chloe and Halle. Um, I, I saw y'all performance for the 2020 uh, graduation for those kids, and y'all got it. I, I, I'm sorry. Y- y- y'all, y'all hey, man, it. I told you, G. They they talented, though. Like, I know they yeah, Beyonce, yeah. Uh, you know, alignment helps them out, but they, they got some talent, yeah. Yeah, after Googling their ages, I've definitely had... Uh, okay, bro. All right. All right. <laughs> you started off so positive, and then you just got sick. <laughs> no, no, but they're real. They, yeah, y'all talented, man. I, I, that song actually has grown on me, so I, 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 I apologize. Yeah, so shout out Chloe Haley. Uh, my shout out is going to... It was a man named Rahul. Rahul? I believe his name was. They didn't give a last name. But um, he let the protesters that were getting like tear gassed and um, shot with rubber bullets come into his house to sleep uh, over the night, like overnight to beat the curfew. I think it was like 70 people he let in his house so they wouldn't be, you know, tear gassed and shit or arrested. So, um, man. That's that's what allyship is, man. He was a, uh, I believe he was an Indian American, and um, you know, he just let all these people come and sleep at his crib that he did not know. I mean, that's that's hella. It could be dangerous, but that just shows you with the people, man. It just shows you you down for the people. And he said that he he hope his his kid like sees this and grows up to know that you know everybody's voice is important. 
and that we all just need to stick together. So, man, I, I really fuck with that. And all my allies out there, all my black people out there, of course, fighting. It's going to happen, man. So let's just keep pushing. Um, let's stick together, man. Let's not point the finger. Let's not you know, be at each other's necks, man. That's not, not the time for that. Let's all yeah. just focus on what we need to do. And then once we get that, I don't care what y'all fight about because hopefully we'll be living, you know, living better. So, uh, yeah, man, we, uh, all the listeners, we appreciate y'all for uh, bearing with us through, you know, these serious times. We hope we keeping y'all informed and uh, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. This has been episode 74. Y'all got anything else to say? All right, then, man. Uh, we'll holler at y'all. Love. Real shit. <laughs> we'll holler at y'all next week.